So as we know, within the space, there's a lot of crafty things to make a project look good, whether it be wash trading to get volume up. But an interesting question that was put out there on X caught my attention when someone asked, do you think a founder should buy the floor and make a profit flipping their own NFTs? So speaking of founders buying into their own projects, if you're someone who is starting your own project, you're building, or if you're just in the planning stage, trying to figure out exactly what you're going to do, you just want to get around different people, whether it be marketers, builders, developers, so forth, I would love to get to know you better because as you know, we create this content. But in addition to that, we do have the Nifty Business Club, something that I'm building out and going to put a lot more emphasis on going forward where we can connect, have a direct line of communication to each other. And as I'm building different things out, you'll hear about it first. You can participate in it. But most importantly, I'd love to know how I can serve you better. Please check out the link in the show notes, niftybusiness.club. All the information is there. But going to this whole thing right here, should founders buy their own floor? Now, when this first came up, I just sort of dismissed it. But then I realized it was getting a lot of traction. Certain people were then chiming in and giving their own opinions. And it was a mixed bag. And I'll be honest, I never really thought about it before I heard this discussion come up. So, I understand where it came from. And a lot of the people that have been around, if you know, insider trading, anything of that nature, where they have uh, these publicly traded companies where stocks are on the stock market, but they know either a good release is coming out or they know something like uh, financial hard times are coming up. So they know exactly what's going to happen. So executives, employees, team members that are on the inside track, they know more about the company than the public knows. So of course, insider trading is having that inside knowledge and then buying or selling based on that knowledge to obviously either make a profit or mitigate losses. Well, that is absolutely legal, especially in the US where the SEC, all of those uh, regulations are and so forth. However, when it comes to this whole space, like what exactly is insider trading? The first case of that happening was with the former employee of OpenSea. He knew exactly which projects were going to be featured on the homepage. So before they were featured, he would go out and he would buy those tokens. They would go to the homepage, the price would go up, and then he would sell them making a profit very quickly because he just knew as soon as it went to the homepage, it would have more demand, the price would go up, and he would make a profit. Now, that guy obviously kicked out of the company, ends up paying a fine. I think he went to jail. That's just the most extreme case. So when it comes to the founders now buying the floor, it's not quite the same thing. Yes, the founders know exactly what's going on in the project, but I think this really came from the idea of them buying the floor, trying to sweep it up, to push it up, to make it look like it has more value. Now, all that information is on chain. You can see all of that. So if these founders are buying the floor, it really doesn't take more than a few clicks to actually see if the founder is holding them, how much they hold, when they're buying them, how they're buying them, and so forth. But there is also another side to it too as well. I know initially during the bull market, the Chibi Labs, which was my very first uh, NFT on Ethereum, I started picking up Chibis. And as you know, if you listen to the show, I have a whole bunch of them. I like their characters. I like their art. Their policy was that the founders, the team would not buy off of the floor. And that was mainly because they wanted the more affordable ones, if you will, for new people to come into the project. Now, different times, this is completely different where there isn't like a flood of people to come in and there's royalties and sales and all those different things. But that was the main reason for that is they would buy, I think it was uh, 10% or 15%, whatever it was above the floor, but they wouldn't take off the ones that were on the floor. They would leave that one for new people to come into the project have some volume, have some sales and so forth, but they would pick off the ones that they enjoyed that based on the looks and so forth, just what they thought was cool. 
Now, I don't know if any other project that I'm a part of or really aware of had an official policy like that where it was just outrightly stated that the team would not buy off of the floor. That's a little bit different, though, because in this case, the reason why this debate actually came up where people are asking these questions is because they're thinking that they are buying off the floor, raising the floor price, and then listing above in order to make a profit. And is that a problem? Now, personally, I don't think that is a problem. I see nothing wrong with that. Uh, There's a couple of reasons that I actually would say it's actually a good thing. Because if a founder is willing to put their own money into the project, I see nothing wrong with that because at the end of the day, it's still a risk. There is no guarantee that somebody else is going to undercut that floor and it never gets back up to the price they initially paid for it. So I think it's actually a good thing when the founder then goes in, they buy their own NFT, it shows that at least they're bullish on it. Now, you could argue that they're only doing that to try to manipulate the floor price to make it look like their project is doing way better than they are. Possible. Yes. However, they're still taking on that risk to hold those NFTs knowing very well that some whale or not even a whale that could be bots or just the community could uprise against them. Maybe they make an announcement like Frank, right? D-Gods. And it just absolutely upsets the entire base and they are polarized and they decide to dump everything. Anything can happen. So with that said, they're taking a huge risk. But when it comes to making the profit now, is that really insider training? There's nothing wrong with CEOs buying their own stocks, even though I'm not going to say that these NFTs are the equivalent of stocks. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know it's a completely different thing, but people like to equate these things the same way, and that's why this question was initially asked. But no, it's not the same exact thing. When a CEO buys their stocks, there's actually, or any of the executives for that matter, there is a schedule and it's like known ahead of time, 90% of the time, when they're going to sell and whatnot. And that's public information that say 10% of these shares will be sold in 18 months or whatever it might be that's out there so people can actually make their decisions based on that. So sometimes CEOs will buy in because of whatever their personal convictions are. They get some for, let's say, their bonus. They get a whole bunch of stocks, but then they have to sell off to pay taxes. There's different reasons why CEOs will buy in and sell. Now, with these projects, for the most part, if a founder decides to buy off of the floor and then do some amazing things and then sell for a profit, well, in my opinion, nothing's wrong with that because in most cases, it's not like they're getting any uh, royalties or revenues from the uh, sales or transactions that's happening on the market, what little is taking place these days, especially on Ethereum. So in order to generate revenue, they're either A, a real business, which is what we promote and we're most interested in here, is they have a revenue stream outside of selling NFTs. Selling NFTs in itself is really not a business model. That's, you know, that I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. You listen to the show enough, you know that the NFTs are just the mechanism, if you will, to deliver whatever it is that's being delivered. It's just the technology. So if they have a real business model that has revenue and everything, this is less of an issue because they're not necessarily relying on that to generate funds or make their profit, make their salary, whatever it might be, right? However, some of these projects, they might very well be building a legitimate business with revenue streams and so forth, but they might not have that revenue coming in. They might be at that freemium level, if you will, where they're just getting users to test things out, get into the ecosystem and so forth. And then later down the line, as they build out the ecosystem, they know that they're going to turn on the premium levels where they're going to monetize. But in that meantime, there's no direct revenue coming in. Now, if this project has VCs or if this project happens to have outside sources of funding, okay, cool. 
But if they are depending on that mint or if they are depending on whatever initial funds that they had when they started the project, let's say they had $100,000 of their personal savings that they then put into launching this thing and they're not bringing in positive cash flow as it. Well, they have two options. Either A, they're going to invest more of their own personal money or B, they're going to somehow raise funds from the market, whether that is selling new NFTs or that is selling NFTs off of the floor and then selling them for a profit. Obviously, this is something that happens not just for the founders, but that's what holders are doing as well. So is it manipulation as far as market? I think it all depends on the intent, what someone goes into this for, why they're purchasing it, and what exactly are they doing? Are they intentionally purchasing this just to keep it off the market to push up prices? Well, then yeah, that could be a little bit sketchy. However, I honestly don't have any issues with the CEO or the founder or whatever it is of buying off of the floor because they are taking that risk of holding those NFTs. These are illiquid assets and they're taking on a lot of risk. In theory, they should have those funds in the treasury. So if they're dipping into the treasury to then go out and buy the NFTs, in a way, that is a vote of confidence, if you will, to what they're going for. They think it's going to go up and hey, cool, they're taking on that risk rather than holding the ETH or the soul or whatever it is, right? And that, in a sense, kind of makes me a little bit more bullish on the project in the sense that I am seeing that these people actually believe in what they're doing. And the other side of things, I can think of like an artist. Let's say this is not even like a business. This is an artist. I think of all the way back to uh, JTunes, right? Those of you that don't know, I've uh, interviewed JTunes. I've had him on the show. Uh, my PFP that I use on Twitter, that art was done by JTunes. And one thing that he regularly did right through the bear market was purchasing his tokens that were on the floor. He has a project by the name of Hoodlum Societies. He really puts his heart and soul into the art that he draws. So when someone dump something on the floor. Rightfully, he doesn't really like it because this art is like his digital children. So when they're mistreated, he wants to get them back. So he'll take them off the floor and he'll either hold them or he'll gift them. Now, he said at first when he initially saw that, it really used to offend him. But then he realized, hey, maybe that person is having hard times. Maybe that person just needs the cash. They need the liquidity, whatever it might be. Maybe their light bills do. They put too much into NFTs, whatever it might be. So either A, he would run some sort of special or promotion to help that person get it moved or he would just buy it himself, get it back into his own hands, so that way it could be put on the market at what he saw as its rightful price, whether that is the initial mint price or that's the above the mint price, whatever it might be. But that's what he was doing for the longest time. And if you look through the, the history, you'll see quite a few of them actually went out to owners that were sold and then repurchased by him and then relisted. And you can see that it's all on chain. All of that's verifiable. You can check. You can see exactly what he paid for, how much he's selling it for, and the original mint price and so forth. So no two cases are really created the same, but at the end of the day, the fact remains is, generally speaking, I have no issue with the founder buying off of the floor. Of course, not everyone sees it that way. I would love to hear your thoughts on this particular issue. Of course, this is a world of different minds. We think differently. We see things differently. So I'm not saying you're wrong for thinking otherwise. I think it's just very interesting. And I would love to hear the argument that you would make. Maybe you can persuade me to change it. It's not like I am dogmatic and I'm dug into the trenches saying this is the only way it could be. No. I can move off of this tomorrow if someone presents the right data and viewpoint to change my mind on it. I mean, I like to think that I am more logical than I am loyal to my own ideas. Don't ever feel afraid to disagree with me. Anything I say, I would love to hear another viewpoint. I mean, it's not like I have thin skin and I'm going to just go run back into my closet with my microphone and, and, and uh, just be down in the dumps. So appreciate you taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later.